welcome to the free man void i am your host victus d void um or this could also be the free man's addendum mad world again i'm your host victus d void i'm finally getting in the groove of uploading more frequently and i'm starting to record regularly so uh i guess that's good for me i'm gonna go ahead and give myself a pat on the back so today i want to start off with one little question how much longer shall the human race suffer the world was set on fire and we were the ones who were left holding the matches the social infrastructure of our societies are in decay and the culprits insist on painting the narrative the false narrative that we are the corrosive force responsible so allow me to ask you again good men and women of this cold world how much longer do you insist on suffering how much longer do you intend on suffering as a result of the schemes of your masters? <laughs> Shall we set our dinner tables for a meal to share with the devil every day from now on? Shall we dance and do the two-step with the great deceiver as his forces stomp all over humanity, the once great masters of planet Earth? I say to hell with that. To me, every day is, as the British like to say, a bloody good day, a bloody good day indeed, to be a thorn in the eyes of the devil himself. Do you hear me, man in Australia? Do you hear me, man in Sri Lanka? How about you, Nigerian man? People of Africa, are you done being impoverished and enslaved and milked for your natural resources? When are you going to listen up, man in Europe? You are living in ground zero of the great deception right now. Or does that misfortune go to the American man? Well, who knows? I guess we'll be finding out soon enough. China man, you better listen up too, at least if you can. I know very few of you even have access to the kinds of platforms which I release my content on. Last but certainly not the least, Russian man, I hope you of all people hear my call, for it is you I fear for the most. It appears that they've decided you will be the cannon fodder used to initiate the next great conflict. So my thoughts and prayers go to you the most. If you can, escape into the wilderness or fight like all hell when the time comes. I suppose we're all going to have to fight eventually. But why though? Really? I'm not being hypothetical here. Why must we shed the blood of those who simply want to live their lives? Ugh. I guess I shouldn't be asking questions I already know the answer to. It just, it just angers me so much to see humanity suffering. Am I the only one that feels this way? You know, this gut-wrenching nausea. It comes from the realization that those around you, those that look like you and those that don't, but all share your blood, DNA, smile, and desire for happiness. Am I the only one who does not want to watch these poor lost souls blown to smithereens so that the wicked of the living faction can achieve their desired and perverse godhood and absolute authority over all those on planet Earth? How much longer, mankind? How much longer do you intend on suffering? I want to watch this world burn under the merciless heat of God's divine wrath. Not this world as in planet Earth, but this abomination we call civilization. This dollhouse in which we are mere puppets, cattle, and mad dogs who allow ourselves to be programmed by masters with devious intentions. Have we truly embraced the roles we've been given by those ghouls? 
We now bark on command and we perform tricks for treats. Like pigs, we feast on the endless sludge of poison they advertise to us as alternatives and like fattened calves. We follow their lead as they march us away to be slaughtered, all the while belching out the meaningless mantras they've conditioned us to repeat on end. What a pitiful race we are. Look how we profess the Lord's mighty name and claim he is on our sides in our ventures, yet we cannot find the willpower within to defeat the enemies whose numbers and abilities we outclass by seven billion to one. How long shall the human race suffer? Well, <laughs> I guess the only question we should be asking is one that we should ponder to ourselves and answer for ourselves alone. How much longer do I intend to suffer? So with that being said, um, I want to talk about an interesting concept that I myself have just begun to fully understand in the last few months. The topic of government power has always been a hot button issue ever since man gained knowledge from that forbidden fruit. In modern times, people are concerned with what kinds of powers our government should have. However, again, I care very little for that discussion. What I really want to talk about today is where does this government power come from? In ancient times, kings, queens, and emperors alike, they all ruled with divine right. They were supposedly given the right to rule over the masses by the gods they worshipped. I guess that's cool. I mean, those gods were false deities, but at least their beliefs had some sort of foundation that justified their position, regardless of how warped the logic may be. When I compared the reasons for ancient governments' existence to modern-day governments, I see a lot more similarities than most people do. You see, while we all want to believe in the silly concept that is separation of church and state, the more I study what lies at the root of political ideologies, the more I see just how ridiculous it is to believe you could separate a government from any sort of religious or spiritual influence. Where an ancient ruler may say he deserves to be king because his god said so, the ruling political party of a modern-day government will say they are in power because they speak for the people. Or better yet, they'll say that they prioritize the rights of the people. But who are the people these politicians insist that they speak for? And what are those rights? Where did those rights come from? And who gave the people the right to hire a middleman, in this case, the politicians, in the first place? Well, the answer to all those questions is the same answer the ancient king would have provided. God. Except, in this situation, the modern-day politician will use a flurry of four-syllable words that refer to abstract philosophies that vaguely describe the concept of God without saying the word God at all. You see, though the mainstream media and establishment want nothing more than to invalidate the concept of God, they understand the absolute truth that most atheists cannot. The concept of God, or the supreme authority we associate with the concept of God, transcends religion. What does that mean exactly? Well, while atheists and even the average religious nutjob may only think of God in the context of religion, the truth of the matter is that God represents everything we cannot understand or simply the ideal. Have you ever heard of that saying, in an ideal world? You might have heard someone use it when discussing a situation that they found unfair. For example, 
In an ideal world, people would be capable of solving disagreements through conversations rather than needing a physical altercation where someone always gets unfairly brutalized. What exactly is the ideal world and why the hell is everything so perfect over there? Well, to answer that question, we just need to look at every trait given to God, which can be summarized with a simple word that is perfection. God is perfection. Why is God perfect? Better yet, why does God need to be perfect? Because man is broken and defective. We see our imperfections and the consequences of our shortcomings every day and it makes us scared, sad, and hopeless. We despair at the misery we spread like a disease as we stumble onward through life, all in the name of the pursuit of happiness. In order to keep ourselves from slipping into the bottomless abyss of the great big nothing, we need to believe in the concept of the great beyond or God. I call it the great beyond for all these squeamish atheists who are afraid of that forbidden three-letter word. The great beyond represents everything that is good and everything we want. So when politicians, political regimes, and government officials use those four-syllable words that refer to abstract philosophies that vaguely describe the concept of God to justify their power, they are associating their positions in our societal hierarchies with the great beyond i.e. God. Does that sound familiar? Do you know of any other types of people who have associated their positions of authority with divinity? Oh, that's right, the kings of old. Except it's much worse. You see, while what the modern day politicians are doing is very similar to what the kings of old did, they hide behind words in order to give off the appearance of separation of church and state. An ancient king needed the religious orders of his time to give him authority. However, the secrecy and manipulative tactics of modern-day political regimes leads to the people unconsciously believing a politician's political power and authority is intrinsic and necessary for their society to function. This, ladies and gentlemen, is how we get tyrants who convince formerly free-thinking men and women to massacre millions in the name of political ideology. Sure, theoretically speaking, you can take God out of power, but you cannot take the concept of power away from God. If there happens to be no religious institution to use the reverence for the concept of God to manipulate the people, you can bet your bottom dollar our governments will step in to fill the shoes of the clergy. And our clergy, I mean Congress and the Senate, are steady at work thinking of more ways to fill their pockets with more of our divine admiration. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. It's your man, Victus D. Void. Make sure you check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Aside from that, it's been a pleasure talking to you all. Stay loyal, stay focused, and of course, God bless.